Good morning. This is Sister Lisa coming to you from the Ill, the Edmund Elder Library. Um, happy Christmas Eve. Have a blessed Christmas Eve. Um, I'm going to be reading today from my notes. Chapter 3, Night Dreams Continues. Night Dream Continues. From Sister Shirley Buxton's book, Shattered Dreams. Your dream has shattered what now? Dream shards is what it's called. Sorry. A field of dreams, dazzling colors, and hues of spectacular orbs. Thousands of them. Thousands of dazzling colors, of hues, of spectacular orbs throughout the metal. Just stop and think about that for a minute. Beautiful mosaics, shards, orbs. Some shattered into fragments. Glassy pieces, now shards. Some splintered into blades uh, into the metal grass. Others are wedged into clumps of dirt. Some would soar on a random breeze, elevating and teasing them. Now they have turned into people. People, people jumbled across the field. Men, women, children. They glide, staring upward, arms spread wide, young and old. I thought of my friends and family and all of their dreams. Some were commonly told to others. Some were held close to their hearts, afraid to share. Going to chapter four. Remarkable dreams. Despite differences in temperament, timbrel of our voice, our standing in society, political or religious views, and all else that makes us unique, our similarities far outweigh our variances. Aloud we laugh, silently we grieve. We dream, we invent. We sing songs, we pray prayers, we plan. We marry our sweethearts. We are so much alike. We are fascinated. We love to learn. The Bible is full of regular, ordinary people, but God deemed their stories to be important to us. Their lessons fit our lives. We see our own circumstances and situations played out, play by play in the pages of the Holy Bible. 2 Timothy 3.16 All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. Also see Romans 15 and 4. We learn from others. Their narrative speaks to us. We feel their passion, buy into their hopes, and learn from them. Most people have similar difficulties to ours. Most have had at one time or other seen their dreams shattered. All have made mistakes, misjudged situations, miscalculated time and chance. Details may vary, but fierce blows are not unique to us. We understand with each other in this field of shattered dreams. The rubble, the shattered and splintered shards, and inexplicable challenges. Every authentic dream dies before it lives. John 12 and 24. The most humble child of God can at any moment enter into um, global ministry through intercessory prayer, individual action, and responsibility for reaching the world, John 17, 18, Psalms 107, 23 through 30. Maturity is the ability to sacrifice one's youthful dreams to the realities of adult life. The meaning of life must be planted, tended to, and nurtured to fruitation. God-given dreams and visions make others. One dream leads to another. Think of Joseph's brothers. Oh, I see what it says. God-given dreams and visions make others feel so uncomfortable. Think of Joseph's brothers. 
They remain strong, faithful, and totally committed. Almost everyone has the dream of being included or accepted. That feeling of belonging, useful, needed, valuable. The the deep-seated need for connection and friendship. Let me just insert something here before I finish this page. I don't know how far that one goes to chapter 4. I mean, it's chapter 4. But I might... Chapter 3 was really short, and I'm trying to see where the next chapter goes. Oh, I don't see where my break-off is. Oh, that's his chapters. I must be already at the end of chapter 4. I must may already be in chapter 5. I don't know. But anyway, i got to go back and look at that. Let me just say what I was going to say. I know that in my ministry, some of you know that I have an online ministry of just a little short devotion every week. It's not anything major. And I also do puppet ministry in sign language. I do... Um, a sign language song for my deaf friends. Did you know that there's over like 6 million deaf people in the United States alone? And very few of them have a church that they attend. We've got to reach them somehow. And so I do a sign song every week. And I got a, um, I got a group called My Deaf Friends in ASL. ASL stands for American Sign Language. And um, so if you know any deaf people or you're interested in learning sign language, go to that page. I, I hook up with some other sign language groups from across um, our United Pentecostal Church Fellowship. And um, so right now there's not a whole lot. I'm kind of like intermingle. You'll see the same. You'll see my post on their page and their post on my page. But that's one way because they probably know some people I don't know and vice versa. Uh, so we're going to try to reach the deaf through that. And then I do puppet ministry. Trying to reach children of all ages. My grandkids. I started it for my grandkids. Uh, that's the main thing because I got grandkids that live in Hutchinson, Kansas, and then my other grandkids lived in Colorado at the time. But God sent them to me, so now the ones that live here, they help me do the puppet ministry on Sunday mornings, and um, it's really cute. My little granddaughter Emily, every time she comes over to my house, she goes over and gets Sandy, the puppet, one of my puppets' names, Sandy, and she gets her and she tarts right over to the computer. She knows we're supposed to get pictures made. We're going to supposed to sing a song, with Sandy, because that's what we do on Sundays. And she just, she doesn't know the difference between the days of the week. Every time she comes over, she wants to sing about Jesus and do puppets. It's really cute. But anyway, hopefully we reach kids across the world trying to tell them about Jesus through the puppet ministry. And then I do a short devotional, whatever God lays on my heart. Well, one time, you know, a lot of my family did not understand, you know, what I'm doing. Some people, they question, you know, you know, are you really making a difference? Because so many online churches and stuff right now, are you sure you can make things? I said, I don't expect to win the world, but if I can win one person at a time, I know God can make a difference in people's lives through what I'm doing. And I felt impressed on my heart. I mean, yeah, this is what I was going to say. I felt impressed on my heart. It says, if they all, if, they, if everybody was on your side, if everybody uh, approved what you was doing, would you do anything different? I'm like, no. <laughs> so? And then I felt in my spirit. It's like, so then? Like, okay. Well, if you wouldn't do anything different, if everybody was on board or not, just follow the voice of God. Just do what God puts in your heart to do. That's what I'm trying to say. And if any of my family and friends listen to this, I am not preaching at you. I'm not saying anything to you about that. I know that we all have our dreams and we all have our visions and we all have our callings. And it's our desire to see you all fulfill your dreams and desires. It's my prayer that God helps you with all yours. And 
just point people to the cross. That's our goal, all of us, pointing people to the cross. That deep-seated need for connection, friendship, a passion for learning is essential. Is becoming the best that one can become. You might feel like an old deck, an odd duck. If I could read my own writing, you might feel like an odd duck and not fit in, like the swan in the ugly duckling story. The dream to be accepted, have friends and a family. And it says chapter six, so that must have been part of chapter five. I didn't write down where chapter five started, but anyway. Okay, we're, gonna get, we're getting through this book in a hurry, but that's all I'm going to read for today. We'll ch- save chapter 6 for Monday, because I don't think I'll do one tomorrow on Christmas. Merry Christmas, everybody. God bless you. Bye-bye.